Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The brutal killing of George Floyd at the hands of a policeman in Minneapolis last week has prompted outrage justifiable anger and protests as Black Lives Matter solidarity campaigns have echoed around the world. This past Monday, at least 5,000 people, while largely maintaining social distancing, marched on the streets of Dublin to show their solidarity with George Floyd, the many others who have been killed at the hands of the police in America, and the Black Lives Matter movement. No longer does this movement feel foreign, Black Irish people are speaking up about inequality, racism and the problems that we have that reflect those inequalities in our own country, starting with direct provision. What follows on this podcast is a selection of some of the Black Irish creative voices who have shared their pain, grief, anger, trauma and thoughts this week. Now is the time for those we respect and feature here to speak. So listen. Instead of our regular podcast, you will hear in this order the voices from the protesters on Monday, along with the words of black Irish musicians and creatives like Erica Cody, Loa, Denise Chyla and Amanda Aid in that order. Their comments are taken from their Instagram post this week, edited only for brevity for this podcast. Their intentions and meaning in their words remain the same. In the episode show notes, you'll find Andrea Cleary's suggested reading list and a list of organisations you can donate to, including Massey, Black Pride Ireland and Merge. The next planned Black Lives Matter protest takes place this Saturday, June 6th at the US Embassy in Dublin. If you are intending, please do so only if it's safe for you to do so and wear a mask at all times while maintaining social distancing. Two metre lines will be marked on the ground at the embassy. The organizer are also asking if you do attend to show solidarity, then you should self-isolate for 14 days afterwards. Now isn't the time for this podcast to speak. Now is the time for us to listen. Black Lives Matter! Black Lives Matter! Peace! 
Racism is a global issue and I'm sorry, but we are really, really exhausted of having to, you know, be told when's the right time to march and be told when to speak and told when to not speak. It's like there's only so much of that one person can can hold on to and I'm not the only one. It's it's hundreds and thousands of people. People are outraged that we protested for racial justice. It's I really, uh, I really struggle to even like so many years of, of, of like trying to gain acceptance and trying to to say something that's so personal and so close to home, and you're co- you're constantly being diminished. Mm. It's like you, it's like you're always fighting a losing battle, and I just feel like after yesterday, people actually wanted to listen. Good evening, Auntie Loa here. <laughs> a lot of Irish people who are white are really, um, really feeling the surprise and shock of of the discussions that are being raised as a result of this. Um, I re- I'm really hoping that this actually creates a movement, kind of like what we ended up having with the with which led to a marriage referendum for queer people. Um, I think. We're, we could possibly be approaching something like that in this situation and I think if that was to happen that would be something um, amazing to come out of this all of this brutalisation and violence that's, that's we're all being triggered by because of events in America um, racism is I'm gonna, this I'm addressing to everyone white who follows me who's Irish Okay, please listen carefully racism is alive and kicking if you have friends who are of colour or people of colour in your life, they have experienced racism. Every single one of them. Auntie Loa included. A few days ago, I, someone used the N-word in my presence directed at me. Okay? This is not a fairy tale that we're making up. Okay? Um, eventually, a lot of black Irish people just stopped talking to our white friends about it because A... It's first of all, it's traumatic. You don't you want to limit how much you talk about it anyway because it was traumatic when it happened. You don't want to go into it again. And um, B, what we describe is diminished. People do not acknowledge what has happened and they play devil's advocate. I don't know why anyone would want to advocate for the devil, but people do. And um, there is a denial that what we've experienced A even happened. B was intentional. This is really real and that's the reason it's triggering so many people of colour in Ireland because we experience this all the time. Um, I, the, the, when you do bigger shows, if you're working in the entertainment field, um, you will encounter horrific backlashes from trolls who um, say the kind of worst kind of things. But it, there is a spectrum and a lot of it is like the denial of your experience. Um, 
that's the first thing so i think i think we're all like people are kind of in the irish case like the march today was amazing it would have been very irresponsible for me to go to a march because i'm a frontline worker and um, to be around a lot of people but i see i saw that that was amazing um we're agreed that this is something we don't want here um the surprise is it is what it is um ex first acceptance of the fact that this exists second of all okay what are we actually going to do um one of the most intense ways that um institutionalized racism is is acted in ireland is through the pro the process of direct provision the um, system of direct provision which um you should google right now i'm not here to do a history lesson on it but it's essentially a form of open prison system for asylum seekers and people can be held there um indefinitely for up to seven years i think is one case particularly so people could use like lose half a decade of their life and um, they're not allowed to work uh, weekly allowances like below the leaves them below the breadline um not always able to cook for their family like there's, there's a whole thing go and go and look that up separately um and now we have a history in this country as i'm, I'm the child of an institutionalized adult from our this country and um, this is real we do this is a thing that we do where we like put things behind massive buildings secretly don't talk about them in the press you know the next a few century generations later it all comes out we're outraged this is an opportunity unlike any before um to um to because we have social media this is an opportunity to to actually end something as it's as it's happening so that anger that you're feeling towards the brutalization that's happening to our brothers and sisters in the, in the united states the reason it's triggering is because i think most of us know that it's very it's alive in its own way here and it's it's po there's a possibility in a worst version universe of of ourselves that we could end up there too if we let tendencies to make some groups inferior and some groups superior actualize every black person knows that when you when someone says a racial slur to you or is aggressive towards you or is casually racist that's one part of a spectrum and the fullest expression of that spectrum is murder. Let me say that again. Every black person who's experienced racism knows that if, when someone grabs your hair or does something light, that seems like a light incident, that by the way happens so much <laughs> all the time to every black person you know. Um, and so that must mean that you know people that are acting on those urges because it can't just be like the same three people that are doing it. So this, the fullest expression of those incidents is murder is death will result in the death of the black person um in worst cases it like what we're seeing in america which is like a really advanced expression of it it's like institutionalized centuries old slavery and incarceration that is at the core of the society and how that society has built its wealth so for us we are society who culturally like in terms of our music and stuff right now in in ireland um take a lot from america from african americans are we what are we taking 
how much of it are we taking? Are we just taking the music? Are we accidentally taking some of those tendencies? Um, what can you do now? You can end direct provision, okay? We can end the open imprisonment of asylum seekers. That is a form of institutionalized racism that is very easy to address in terms of the fact that it's very clear that it's happening. You know, it's not like subtle, isolated incidents. So we can all tackle that as Irish people. And um, we can also, when it comes, I'm, I work in the music industry. Um, this is also an area that is very sensitive. We need to be sure if we want to create this equal, somewhat utopian society, um, I won't even say utopian, but I will say fair society where we feel we can borrow, take ideas from oppressed groups in the United States and make that music, that we are not also re-oppressing those people. I think some of you know what I'm referring to. That's all I'm going to say. But when you endorse creatives who have not done the work to dig deeper than surface superficial copying and continue to oppress the group who they're copying from, if you're supporting them, we have a problem. Remember that spectrum I talked about? Here, down here is casual racism and slurs and over here is murder. It's a spectrum, okay. The only thing really different about my world today is that the white people in my life are also sharing this, but quite frankly, this is like not different, you know, it's not different. But I'll tell you the truth, I cannot get on stages and I cannot say what I need to say. I cannot make this music into a vacuum. Nobody can. I cannot look at my fellow artists who are here being Irish, being big, being bold, being everything that they are, to get off stage and come back into a world where online they are just inundated with nonsense. For what? The crime of being themselves, fam. And on top of that, on top of that, have the grace and the courage and the strength to then look at people hurling abuse at them and say, no, I won't stoop to your level. I can't answer you with anything less than peace. And half of that is because they're so graceful and half of that is because they know that they're outnumbered. We are a 2% minority in a white country. And look at how loud we are. <laughs> Let's get louder because this is not right. <laughs> why should I shut up? Why should, why should my safety... And my protection and, and my heart and my life be less important than your discomfort. Why should the people I protect and my family and the people who I have grown up with have to shrink and accommodate and be accessible and be smaller and be, and be constantly, constantly striving to make things fit that do not fit. It doesn't fit. 
You know, this is not comfortable. I'm tired of pretending that it is. Yes, I can code switch. Yes, I am able to make people comfortable around me. Yes, I'm able to do mental gymnastics and make you understand things that are hurting me. But you know what? Trauma sometimes means that I do not have the capacity to do that and to hold that space. Sometimes it means I need you to do that space and to go away and do the work and come back to me and love me and say, hey, I'm not going to force you to live beyond your means anymore. Like, and I'm tired of pretending it doesn't exist, you know? I'm tired of like allowing this narrative that, oh no, it's not just, it's not racism, it's ignorance. Yes, it's ignorance. Why do you, why do you tolerate it? Why do you tolerate it? Because it's not ignorance, fam. It's not ignorance. This is so far beyond ignorance. I'm so tired of that. You can't do... It's not ignorance. It will kill me one day. It will kill someone you love one day. Imagine I go to the States and I start touring. Do you think a police officer is going to stop and ask to see my Irish passport before they do something? Do you really believe that? Do you think a police officer is going to stop to ask to see anybody's passport before they do something? (laughs) It's not graceful. I can't always be graceful. It's not graceful. Let me tell you something. The reason I am so comfortable with the fact that I did half of a politics degree and I dipped out is because all I needed to know, I learned within the first month of that degree. I sat down in a lecture hall and I listened to my professor tell me, you know what, politics, people make it this legislative thing that nobody can understand. Politics is about power and who has it over you. Politics is about who is allowed to do what to you. Politics is when I go out into the street and some random guy feels like he can slur abuse at me, hurl abuse at me. Because at the very, very, very top of his society, he knows that he will be protected, he will be tolerated, he will be excused, he will be accepted. There will be no consequences for his behavior and he will do it again and again and again because he is not saying, I am a nigger. He is saying, you are less than human and I get to make you feel that way as much as I possibly can. Do you understand me? This is what we're fighting against and every single day, every day. Do do you know the way this feed is looking? Look around you at this feed this is every this is everyone black that you know and love this is their life this is their life if you've ever seen a black person act and like really have an emotional outburst and you're like where did that come from this is our life before i got to you before that even happened before you saw my outburst i have tolerated 99 different pains and i have held them and i have said no i can't say that No, I can't say that. No, that makes me difficult. No, that makes me this. No, that makes me that. No, I can't say that. Fam, I'm scared of the guards in Ireland. (laughs) Fam. I am scared of the guards in Ireland. I am scared of anybody in a position of authority within a country that doesn't even have hate crime legislation. What? (laughs) And the same people who want to put on shows for Versatile also want to claim that they champion me. The same people who put on shows and excuse things like what Versatile did as satire also want to champion me. It's, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You actually have to pick. You actually have to choose who you are. 
You have to choose what you affirm. You have to choose where you stand. You have to draw that line and say, this is who I am or this is not who I am. You have to choose. Choose a side. You know, I, it, it really blows me every time people look at England and they look at America and they're like, oh, tut, tut, Donald Trump, tut, tut, Brexit. Look at the direct provision in your own country first and understand that you are acknowledging and affirming these same institutions because you do nothing. You do nothing. What gives you the right to shake your head and take the moral high ground? You're doing nothing. Moral high ground from your bedroom. Moral high ground, why? Because you can quote me Tupac and Kendrick Lamar. What are you doing with that? Moral high ground, whatever. Do something. <laughs> Do something so I don't have to feel like I'm doing it alone. Do something so that I feel like there is hope. Do something so that the people around you, the black people in your community, actually want to be a part of your community. You know, then we won't have to have conferences all the time talking about trying to, you know, sustain diversity. Diversity will be here. Diversity will be with us. Diversity will be standing with us because we will say we are safe there. And this is the thing. This is the progress we're looking for. We're looking for real activation. We're looking for real love. Real allyship means that you have done the work. Real allyship does not just mean, hey, let me hand you the mic. It means saying, I've made the space safe. And if anybody attacks you in this space that I've made safe for you, I will protect you. I will uphold you. I will uplift you. I will make sure that there is aftercare because I know the stress and the burden that it is to stand before a room of people and share the truth when you know that you will be attacked for it later. This is what we are asking. This is what we are fighting for. There is no time for half-heartedness. We cannot tolerate anything less than full commitment anymore. As much as you call out injustice, lift up black people and say the word black. Yeah, say black. When we're talking about people of color, say people of color. But when you're talking about black people, say black with a capital B. Affirm that. Okay, I want you to see my color because there's nothing wrong with my color. I love being black. I am a black woman. I love being black. I will never be ashamed of being black. Say I am black and then respect that. The black artists and musicians that you love, they are brave, they are strong, they are powerful, they are here, they are victorious in their glory, but they are not safe. Spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, they are not safe. And this is when we need you to be those people and be that wall and be that barrier and to stand in front of us and use your privilege to block out some of these arrows because I swear to God, like, we have a shelf life. If, it's, if it stays like this, it's not sustainable. We cannot sustain this. And any conversation about the music industry has to take into account all of the different bodies that inhabit it and all of the ways in which their access to actualization is prohibited because of the nature of who they are. This is politics. This is politics. It really just boils down to do you care? Then you are political. If you care, you are political. And when you act, that is politics. If you care, you are political. And when you act, that is politics. Plain and simple. Don't drop the ball. Don't, don't let this be the end. Um, 
because more than just protecting us you're protecting you're protecting this very delicate part of us that just cannot take another disappointment we can't take another disappointment yeah i need to say that again very frankly and look you in the eye because this is very real we cannot take another disappointment
a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.